Hello, welcome to the Growth Podcast. Welcome to the last episode on the relationship with God. My name is John Ige. I want to specially appreciate each and every one of you who have been listening to me thus far. Thank you for joining me on this to this point. All right, and I believe you have learned one or two things. Whether you are a, a, a Muslim, whether you are an Hindu, whether you are a Buddhist, or whatever form of religion you are, whether you are a Christian, I believe you've added or you are not sure of what you really believe. All right, in this lesson, we'll be looking at the relationship with God. I said in the beginning of this podcast that I'm going to show you the most excellent way, all right, the more excellent way. Different religion have tried their best, all right? Different religion are trying their best. They are, they are doing as best as they can, all right? Because for me personally, I saw the sincerity in this religion in their beliefs uh, because when you see look deeply into their belief you will discover that uh, their belief are sensible the principles they follow are fine uh, but only one thing is lacking just one thing uh, the principles that every other religion put in place is not addressing the matter of sin i said in the last class in the last lesson that the main problem humans have is sin and until an individual solve that problem until an individual find the answer to that problem then every other principle that individual wants to use for his or her life will not work will not work even if it looks as if it is working the end result is still damnation the end result is still what is still damnation a lot of religion have tried in fact some even attempted to solve sin to undo sin some are like the Hindus, Hindus use sacred fire, all right, sacred fire to cleanse you of your sin, all right. For the Buddhists, they think uh, meditation, all right, meditation will free you from the desires of the world, all right. Some believe long pilgrimage, long pilgrimage that when you leave your location, you will be free from, you know, wrong desire when you change an environment. All right, your retention will change and you won't be thinking bad things and the like. But unfortunately, seriously, unfortunately, these approaches, these sincere approaches is not solving the issue of sin. So I, I think the obvious question you are going to ask me now is like, John, okay, what is not the solution? What is not the solution? And how can we be sure that this solution is true now there is a prophet that is well respected by by judaism by islam and christian his name is prophet isaiah and he wrote a word of prophecy many years ago many many in fact many many years ago before the prophecy came to fulfillment all right 
he spoke about a savior who would personally pay for sin of all humanity prophet isaiah spoke about a savior who will personally pay for the sin of humanity right let me read the prophecy i'll read the part of the prophecy it's from isaiah chapter 53 verse 6 it says all we like sheep have gone astray we have turned everyone to his own way and the lord hath laid down on him the iniquity of us all that is god himself put the iniquity of mankind upon the savior all right it might not look logical like every other approach all right the other approaches looks you know looks logical meditation praying developing yourself it looks something sensible but it does not look sensible when you say that the sin of the old world is imputed upon a pe- upon a savior that there is a savior that is as taking away the sin of the old world now many many years later after the prophecy jesus christ identified himself as the savior jesus christ identify himself as the savior i I know there is a lot of controversy just like i said i said the prophet is well respected by judaism by islam and by christians all right and um, it's a it's a contention for all this religion to believe that it is jesus christ all right but let me read from john chapter 1 verse 29 it says the next day john See it, Jesus coming unto him and said, Behold, the Lamb of God, which taketh away the sin of the world. Another prophet said of him, he said, Oh, come on, look at him. This is the Lamb. Just like our, our prophet Isaiah said, that Jesus is the Lamb that taketh away the sin of the world. Now, how do you respond to this? Hmm? How do you respond? What is your response to this matter in case it is true? Now, you have tried, there is a song uh, that you can try every other religion, alright? Now, you have tried other religions or you are in a religion currently. But I have said earlier that all these approaches you check it yourself all these approaches all these principles is not working because the answer to the problem is missing and what is the answer to the problem is jesus the lamb of god that taketh the sin of the world jesus the lamb of god that taketh the sin of the world. Now, your next question would be, okay, what would be your response to it? Alright? Because it does not look logical. Okay, what is your response to it? The response is very, very simple. Very, very simple. Your response to Jesus, the Lamb of God, that taketh away the sin of the world is for you to believe it. What? Believe it? Yes! Just believe it. Do you mean... 
should just believe that there is a Jesus somewhere that has taken away my sin just like that? Yes. Now, it's amazing that no matter your works, it does not restore your relationship with God. Why? Because humans and God, they are not in the same class. So, for you to relate with God, you need to follow the procedure God has given. Oh, let me read a portion of the scripture for you. Hebrews chapter 1. Now, when I got the understanding of this scripture, I stopped, um, you know, blaming or condemning other religion about their approaches in order to get God, in order to relate with God. Because um, maybe they might be correct. In this dispensation, the only, the only way to be saved, the only way to be saved, you cannot be saved by depriving of yourself from, uh, 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 from desires, just like the Buddhist claim. You cannot be saved by following rituals. Just like the Hindus and the Islam claim. Alright, look at this. He said, God, who at sundry times and in diverse manner spake in time past. So I agree that God once upon a time spoke through prophets. That you relate with God through different means. All right, I agree. I agree. I I, I, I I can succumb to the fact I can reason with other religion about their perspective. That, oh, God used to relate with us like this. That our fathers in our days related with God like this. Okay, yeah, maybe it's true. Because even the scripture confirmed it that at sundry time God related with our father through the prophets. That God related with our fathers through different means, through different methods. Okay? So it could be true. Now, but look at this. He said, In these last days, God had spoken to us by his son, my Muslim friends that in these last days God is speaking to you by Jesus my Hindu listeners it was true that God speak to you through your Hindu gods as numerous as they are okay fine that it was through the Hindu gods that you learned certain principles about God it was through these Hindu gods that you knew that there is a need for worship. That you knew that ah, there is a need to live an holy life. To live a righteous life just like the Buddhist. Okay, fine, it is true that in this dispensation, in this current time, God has left the old tabernacle. Oh, God has left that old tabernacle. The glory of God, the relationship with God. The Bible said, 
whom he had appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Friends, our sins, our sin was paid by Jesus on the cross. Jesus died. You wonder how the, because God Himself imputed, He injected the sin of the whole world upon Him. The Bible says, He that knoweth no sin was made sin for us. He now offered, now as a result of His death, He now offered us complete forgiveness that it will be reckoned with you that you are no longer a sinner that you are free indeed he welcomes you to freely come to him jesus forgives sin jesus gives eternal life now the only thing this is very very simple that the only thing that is missing in every of your other principles, every of your meditation, that you want to free yourself from the desires of the world, the only thing that is missing is what? Is Jesus. And God is inviting you. Jesus himself is inviting you to come. He's saying, try me, friend. He's saying, try me. What do you have to do? You just have to believe. This is not a religious effort. This is not manipulate. This is real. Jesus is changing lives. Jesus is still changing life. That simple belief, that simple acceptance of Jesus will do a lot of things for you. God, I ask you to forgive me. I invite you to enter my heart right now. Thank you, Jesus, for dying for my sins. Come into my life as you offer. Thank you for giving me an eternal relationship with you. In Jesus' name, you are prayed. Amen. Alright, if you said this prayer, you are welcome. It's as simple as that. Visit any Bible-believing church around you. Tell them you are just trying Jesus. Tell them you are just trying Jesus. You have given your life to Jesus and you want to try him out. Tell them. And I believe so strongly that they will lead you to the excellent way. You can as well personally reach out to me. I would love to hear your testimony. 